Hello and welcome to this episode of the coaching podcast from British Canoeing. Welcome to the coaching podcast. My name is Pete Catterall. I'm the talent coach developer for British Canoeing. Uh, and today we're lucky enough to have got Emily Ilanese online. Uh, and um, she's going to talk to us around coaching through COVID and all the, the challenges, but also all the opportunities and things that we we maybe not realise that we can do that we that we can do now and and how she's progressing with her athletes uh, and lots of uh, probably some good takeaway things that other people can take and, and run with. So I'm just going to get Emily to introduce herself, give us a bit of background about where she's sort of come from, her development, her coaching, her own time as an athlete, and who she works with. So um, go on, then, Emily. Can you give us a give us a rundown of you? Cool. Thanks, Pete. Um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I was previously um, an athlete. Um, I trained, um, I started about nine years old um, and, and trained uh, as a junior and then a bit as an under 20, 23 athlete from up to pretty much the age of 23, um, coming from, from Elmbridge Canoe Club um, and then moved up to, to Nottingham for uh, my degree. Um, that was all in, in kayak. And now I'm the uh, canoe development coach in the talent programme. I've been working as a coach um, in that sort of environment for about three, three and a half years. Um, actually, almost coming up to four. Um, and working with athletes from roughly 13 to, to 18 years old, um, all in uh, canoe. So not my original kayak discipline. Yes, there's been a whole a whole journey for you there from, you know, transfer of knowledge to gaining new knowledge and everything, isn't there, within that. And now starting, we've had this chat a few times, haven't we, but that really exciting position you've got to have a group of brand new athletes that have never been in canoe before and how you're going to develop them over, over a really long period in a highly technical and physical discipline. And yeah, are you enjoying that, that challenge? Yeah, uh, definitely a challenge, but I think that's what I enjoy. Um, I love the fact that it's something similar, but also very different, um, which means I can just take a whole new look at it and not get too um, sort of personally involved um, and really rely on on new understandings, new learning, um, and work alongside the athletes. You know, maybe sometimes just that bit ahead, but really it's... The relationship is much more we work on it together and I, I quite enjoy that that's something that that's a style I've always wanted to, to come out come from yeah that's yeah I guess that's um I've, you know I haven't seen you coach many times now that that's something that really does shine through is that coach again you know we've talked about this in a few podcasts now that coach athlete relationship and, and I like the fact that you're saying it you're working it through together it's not you delivering at them it's you working with them to problem solved to find their solutions to the best technique they can have that's really interesting there's another podcast in that i reckon as well yeah, um, maybe, yeah. so i guess um you know so day to day how much time would you normally have uh you know out in a normal scenario not with the uh, coronavirus but in a normal scenario how would your like a week's coaching look what sort of how does that program fit together so we are currently have two two separate groups, a slightly older, more experienced group, um, and then a younger, 
kind of in the stage of um, progressing from beginner to intermediate. We're in our second, what would be a normal second year. Um, uh, so, so really, it's a it's a bit of a balancing act of those two groups. Um, it's typically though training in the morning, um, one one hour, and uh, that's to manage around school. Uh, sometimes I'm I'm kind of lucky, whereas where I can have athletes train a bit later, then I'll try and split them up just so that everybody gets their time in the morning session. Um, and then in the evenings as well, we have obviously more time in the evenings. We can split uh, an, hour, an hour and a half between those both groups, usually starting at five and then at, at six. And that's sort of Monday to Friday. And then we train on Saturdays as well with a, with a rest day on the Sunday. Yeah. So you're, you're and you've had these guys for how long have you been coaching these guys? Is it it's a couple of years now, is it? Yeah, so I've had the older group for uh, coming up to four years. Um, I think, yeah, which is sounds really weird. And then um, the younger group, we're we're coming into up to to two years, so little little less um, sort of time with them, which has been sort of put on hold for the moment as well. In a, in some ways. Yeah, and, and the reason I was asking that is just to talk you know, into current situation, but. You're really used to having, seeing them every day, multiple times, sometimes multiple times a day, but multiple times a week, chatting to them regularly. You know, that whole the way you coach, the, the environment you've set is, is pretty well established over you know, four years for some of them. Yeah. Yes. From, you know, the uh, we're quite fortunate from a programme perspective in that um, I do get to see them every day in terms for training um so yeah over the years we've really built up something quite consistent year on year um and the the contact is is high not just in seeing each other but catching meetings and and having that social time as well so it's definitely a big adaption i think that we're all coping with yeah yeah and that's that's sort of what next really it's a, you know a few weeks ago we were we were all in nottingham and then we were told we're going home and we're not coming back for <laughs> i think is it three weeks now four weeks now something like that. it feels like, yeah. it feels yeah. like ages. um so it'd be good just to you know how did that feel for you you know the first the first day the first week how did how did you sort of evolve your coaching and, and f- learn to figure it all out really yep yeah so obviously it was the first few um weeks of all the the covid um information coming to the news no one really still knew which direction we were going to go in and when and so the first few weeks where this where i see this beginning was was around right we're going to carry on as normal we're going along with um government guidelines which back then was pretty much just a the social distancing um, when we're around each other not so much you know completely be from each other so that's where we started and really i set up something for those that had to go into isolation so those being told that if they've got a, a cough or um a temperature um someone in their family then they would all have to self-isolate um really only came into to play because one of my athletes was going through that. Uh, so the initial thing was, right, I'm going to set 
14 days of training that you can do at home um, allows you to take over and so that when you come back you still feel like you're engaged as well as you know you've kept some structure to your day and you've kept yourself quite happy and healthy with something to do um, so that was the first stage um, and that really did just look like a, a normal training program week um, and everything was set to do at home um, it was obviously something where <laughs> I had no um, control over whether it would be followed or not and to what level so it really was um, stuff like a couple of runs each week it might be the first run you go out and you run for half an hour and then at the end of that week if you were running say that was a Monday and then you were going to run again on the Saturday it was a go for another half hour but this time you're going to see if you can run further than you ran on Monday and by how by so there's some element of challenge in there and and that's really where we started to be honest wow so yeah it sounds to me like you've tried to you know you're not in a normal situation but trying to give these these young athletes some normality in in what they do and you know i think we all recognize that there's bigger bigger worries out there than paddle sport and training but giving them normality helps them deal with that i think it's been you know that's that's certainly a a theme that's coming out of lots of conversations we're having is trying to give these youngsters some normality to take away some of the worries and anxieties that are going on as well. Um, and I like the fact you've sort of kept the, the training programme and you've, you've looked at other ways of, of progressing their training. So they can't do the same can't do it on the water, but they can do it. They can do it on foot. And I think that's, that's really interesting. And did that, has that challenged you with sort of being create? I know you're a really creative per person anyway, but is that, challenge your creativity and your coaching and your knowledge or anything along those lines yeah definitely and like you've just said the the sort of balance between what gives them some structure versus what's actually really important right now and um, that can be so individual and so it really was okay we're just gonna we're gonna settle in I'm actually going to offer you a program that's far from something we'd usually do together but there's a lot more emphasis around do this to and you feel like it there are no consequences um and really uh, it's more we're going to come together more as an opportunity to to keep seeing each other keep talking um and I'll be there if you need that reassurance as well so initially initially it was right how how creative do I need to be? Um, but actually, does that does that creativity come from more adapting to everybody's individual needs? And I think, you know, the first week or week really was, look, this is a programme that's going to bring, for the younger group, it was much more around bringing them together for a session. Um, so we had a session every evening. Um, yes, okay, they had some stuff to do during the day, but that definitely wasn't being checked upon um, and then if they wanted to join our hangouts meeting so we, we all came online they wanted to join that session then we would be doing something similar to what we would normally do in the gym but more based around body weight because obviously we lack equipment um, and if they weren't there also didn't matter all that I asked was that they let me know they weren't coming so that we weren't waiting for anybody to join cool. it was simple as that and, and then with the older ones it was we actually quite quickly established that everybody could rationalise it 
quite well. There was some frustration around exams and, and what this might look like for their season. But they were kind of, yep, we're in a good place to sort of start setting up new plans. And so the time was actually used to have a catch up. Um, so although talking about training programmes, yeah, I found probably we didn't need to be as creative as I potentially thought because we, we could just talk and out of that brought a lot of things that we've now got in place. Right. Uh, and that, I think that's brilliant. You've managed to keep some of the, the actual, like the gym session workouts that, that you do in the gym and do that online. Technologies, uh, we're pretty lucky with technology now that, that we can do that. And I guess, you know, uh, the youngsters are a bit more used to using it than some of the older ones, maybe, but, but that's really good. Um, and you hinted at something there. That, are there other opportunities that are falling out of this that normally you, you might not have time to do, or they're so busy on the on the paddling side that you haven't got really in the you know the, the opportunity to do? Are there other things that have that have come out of this that you didn't expect to come out of it that's positive? Yeah, and I I think that's where quite lucky just by taking that time to say you know what at least for the next three weeks we know we're not going anywhere and let's see how things pan out within the chats that uh, we were having it it kind of highlighted an area to say um i'm quite keen for these guys to really take a full understanding of their program and why they do what they do so that in the future they can build their own programs and potentially educate other people and coach other people and so based on some of the, the good discussions we were having i suggested is you know is it worth us having a designated time each week to discuss certain areas where you'd like to increase your knowledge and uh, the first one around that i think really came from uh it was to do with sort of periodization and and almost taking a bit it a bit out of context and saying we're not just going to look at our sport but just in general what does periodization mean and do you can you relate to it can you see the benefit of it um, because really i think it's you've got to be able to believe in something to for it to take up to have ownership of it um and so that's where we start to set it up every tuesday now we have an hour where we um, have a discussion around a certain topic and we prepare for that topic by setting some work to complete in the previous week. For example, this week, um, and this might not be great for everyone, but uh, the athletes were keen to, to read a paper. They said, yep, I'll be happy with doing that. And so we read this paper that we're going to then talk around the main, the main talking points. Um, so that's what we've got set up for this week. And that's something we wouldn't be able to do because you just don't have the time for. Yeah, that, and that's... I mean, that sounds like a really, really good opportunity that you've taken there to to get them to understand the training, why they're doing what they're doing, when they're doing it. If, you know, I remember reading about, I think it's athletes, the Brownlee brothers, that that they knew everything about their training. Like they would always question their coaches of why am I doing this length of session at this time of the year, following on from this session and knowing that it's going to move on to this session, you know. And I think that's quite common across, you know, high real high performing athletes high performing people that they they don't just do what's given to them as you know take it like a pill they they really understand why they're doing what they're doing 
and creating that opportunity to do that is, you know, that's, that's going to be another challenge when we're out of all this is to how do you keep that going? <laughs> you know, um, but you might find that in over a few weeks, you, you've got them intrigued enough to, to carry that on. I, th I think that's a really, really interesting way of, of doing stuff. And you've got them reading academic papers as well. Which is <laughs> Yeah, I did have to come at it from a sort of this is just a suggestion. I know I would probably say no if I was a teenager, so feel free to shut me down. <laughs> yeah, but that's really good. That, that, again, that's you knowing knowing them, them feeling comfortable to say no. I don't, that's not. I don't want to do that, and I'm sure you'd find another creative way of doing it, and you'd have to read it and disseminate. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on um but it also sounds like you're managing to really like still individualize your coaching in the same in a similar way to you do down by the water or in the gym or in your one-to-one -one cats is that is that still happening on that level of or is it is that increased your individualization is it reduced it is it yeah there's there's definitely i get different ways i could look at it in in some ways we're at a point where you know, giving ourselves some space means three weeks down the line, we've actually now put in place a, a training program again. It's, it's almost like they're doing a winter program without water work. So um, that has meant that, yeah, we've gone back to some individualization based on what everybody needs to work on to get them to a certain level. Um, so I've been able to do that through the training programs. Um, However, you know, in some ways there are elements that we, we miss. And so what it's highlighted is that there's some really important conversations that need to happen around how athletes are feeling. Um, I can just, in a session, talk to them and say, oh, how did that feel? So how do we need to treat this next effort, for example? So you lose that aspect as well as typical, actual, the technical side of things. We can't really do any technical coaching independently. However, I have got some ideas around that as well, about how we could adapt that. But it really is, is, is also knowing what we can manage when and when the next, when take it on that, that next stage. Um, so, yeah, I think there's obviously that I feel like there's more we can do the more we get into it, this um, in terms of getting it as re relatable to, to where we are outside of the current situation um, but for right now individual comes as good as just being in smaller groups and being really open with our discussions yeah and you use you know in terms of the tools that you're using to coach and be contactable and be you know online so you're obviously using things like on google hangouts now that kind of stuff is there any other any other technique um, techniques tools that you're using to to stay in contact with with people that makes it easy for you um yeah so i guess whatsapps is the is also always there that's sort of a norm as well and we have a group on on whatsapp to, to have discussions on and just send reminders and stuff across through um i also use um instagram to drop videos if i ever see some good videos and try and encourage people to share stuff on there that they've seen and in terms of actual training and to create conversation around training, um, those that have uh, GPS watches will load their training onto the, the, the apps and I can actually go in and see how they've got on and I've just asked them to give me some ratings around there and 
that me to, to post a comment on there and then to sort of remind them for us to talk about it later or it quite simply allows me to go yeah that looks good you know they've they've done what we we kind of wanted to do there so I can just give it a, a like and it recognizes that I've, I've seen it and reacted to their session um so yeah that's that's kind of that's actually become more important now than it was it's something that yeah. I really kind of encouraging them to do but now it's like if you want to have valuable feedback this that's something that we really need to stay on top of yeah that's what I was going to ask is like how you're managing to monitor but you've you've kind of answered it there that you know the quality of what what they're doing um you know do you need to monitor it to start with or do you mm -hmm. yeah, with with when they said they've worked hard or if they say they've had a rest day they've actually done those things um but it sounds like you've got that dialed with a bit of gps and for those who haven't yeah yeah uh, and with the i think it's it's also good to, uh, taking that understanding as well with the younger group you know the it's very different we don't have that sort of level of communication with with the watches and um so there really haven't been the expectation what i have tried to encourage is i try and note down what they are doing um, who's following what of the program, how much that doing. And uh, rather than say, you know, how I haven't you done this, it's pointless. They, they do they want to, they've got control of their own stuff. And, and again, it's a great opportunity to give them some ownership. So I've come, come, from, it, come from, a, from it in a way that says, what have we done? I would like to know for a few reasons. First re reason being, when we get into normal training, it would be silly to, to go straight in as if we've completed these past three months. So I need to know where you're at and what you can cope with. It will also be good because it allows me to, to keep record for if we can step things up during this process. But also if you're able to really comfortably tell me what you have and haven't done, it shows trusting in that I'm here to support and not to judge. Um, and I think athletes can easily slip into that in that everybody's always judging them but actually as a coach that is the last position I want to take I'm not here to judge you I'm here to hold you to the standard that you expect of yourself in times where you might struggle but again to be of that support system that says we're, we're one team and so the only way we can evolve this uh, relationship and evolve this an athlete is to, to be really um to work together and that's a really good example that's really simple that i can say you tell me because you trust me and i will react in a way that's best for you that's i, I mean blimey the stuff we could talk around there but that you know i think the success of what's going on now is is due to the the, the environment you've set up prior to all this that that you know that that can work you know that you know you've had honest chats with them you've you know you probably had some hard chats with them you probably had some, some easier chats with them but you know they i think you hit the nail on the head there they holding them to the standard that they expect of themselves not not what you expect it's all about them and and their performance and how you know they're only as good as they want to be so they'll they'll crack on with it won't they and they'll they'll honestly tell you i've, you know, I've heard them say no i didn't give it everything or i did i think that's really really impressive that you know if we were to unpick why this is working really well for you 
it will be due, due to things you've done in the past, not necessarily what you've reacted to doing now, that the success of it. I think that's quite interesting. Um, and how are they? I was going to ask about, um, like, how's, is their motivation? Is that changed at all? Is that sort of wave? You know, there was, we were right on the cusp of the first print regatta of the year. And, mm -hmm. take away and, you know, step by step, different events have suddenly gone that they were training for. How's, how's that gone with? Yeah, that's really one of my first concerns is, you know, there's no point in putting a training programme together that um, isn't relatable in the current circumstances and their motivations will be changing because their motivations to be to, to just keep fit and healthy for them. And so it, it, the training programme has to, has to relate to that. So my first, um, well, Firstly, really fortunate in that I've also um, got a contact with a psychologist uh, um, who's been volunteering for the England Talent Programme. And so one of the first things I was able to do was say, look what we have time to do. Um, and, and so we, we had a good chat about, about setting something something up for the athletes to, to just have a bit of reflection. So in terms of motivation, what we did is framed some questions um, and we brought the, the two groups individually onto, onto a normal chat, so like on Hangouts um, with the younger group. It was seven of, the, seven of them plus myself and, and Elliot, um, the psychologist. And we um, had a bit of a presentation, a bit of a quiz and then we just talked through these questions that they had time to think about beforehand. Um, one of those questions initially was, um, how pick a pick a pick a picture? That was it. Pick a picture of your last season that makes you reflect from uh, and have a really positive experience from. Um, so they sent those photos in, and we just talked around them. And a lot of them actually were from. The most recent Portugal trip, which was quite cool, and we're quite lucky that we were able to get on that because you know pretty much from then things things started to just shut down. Um, so that was a discussion around. Okay, well, why why did you why do you have a positive experience? Then the next step was now in this current current situation, what do you appreciate? So what do you really appreciate right now? And some of them, were, well, I get to spend more time with my family. Um, Realise, you know, we were, we were lucky to go away and, and have that experience. And now it's just about just managing. So there was all sorts of things that came out of that. And then from that, just being able to recognise what what they're feeling in this current environment, it was okay. So what drives you? Um, and that that's from now. So it was a question of what is driving you to come on and log on to our gym sessions every day? Or what drives you just to set your routine of getting up, doing a session, and then doing another session in the evening? What is it that gets you that? So then it was about them thinking about why they're doing what they're doing rather than just seamlessly ticking boxes and feeling like they're progressing because that's going to cause more issues later on down the line. Um, so really, in terms of motivation, I don't think, I think we tackled that straight away. That was one of the first things I got onto once 
things had set in. Um, but that allowed us to then go, okay, that means with these guys, we're in a place where judging by your motivation, we can now take this route. Or if you are only managing to do this, that's absolutely fine. We're now going to go down this route. So motivation was really key to establish where, what direction we went in for the next three to four weeks. Brilliant. And again, that sounds like something, you know, the success of it is something that, that's been built in the foundations of the, the program that you've done over the last months, weeks, years. You know, I think that's that's really important. And you've jumped straight onto that as soon as we got locked down, bringing, bringing Elliot on board as a sports psych and getting him involved. That, that's, yeah, I think that's really interesting that they, there's no dip in, in that motivation. I'm sure everybody has had to a certain extent, like, you know, the whole yeah. I can't do anything feeling, everything's wasted feeling. But keeping pushing and keeping that motivation high, I think you'll see the benefits in that when we come back in, which hopefully yeah. won't be a huge amount of time. Um, I guess the other few things I wanted to talk to you about, Emily, whilst I've got you, is, is you, you guys, you and the other coaches on the talent program collaborate a lot. And some unbelievable, uh, unbelievably creative <laughs> ways that you've managed to keep the, the sort of the vibe, I guess I'll call it, the, the spirit of the talent athletes uh, and the coaches and the, the, the environment you guys have set, you've managed to keep that going with some, I mean, bizarre, some of the <laughs> ways. Of, could you give us just a, you know, a few examples of, of what you've been doing? Because I just think it's been amazing to sit back and watch what's what's been happening there. Yeah, so we've been um, set, we set up a bit of a, a challenge competition structure where um, the athletes had a, had a challenge to complete on the day. They'd send in the video or their picture of, of them doing it and then we would have a winner at the end of each day. Um, and then a, a winner at the end of the week, depending a bit more around um, creativity and, and commitment to that. Um, so that was, that's with the, the current ENTS group. Um, and we didn't really know how it was going to sort of kick off. But at the same time, the the athletes uh, in the group are so um, creative themselves. It turned into something quite, quite exciting and quite something to look forward to each day. And, and you just never knew what was going to pop up. So obviously we have some guidelines because we, we, um, we want to keep it fair and, and creative and how it encouraged teamwork and that everybody feels comfortable to share as well. So that, that was that's really important. But, but then, you know, some of the challenges we had who um the longest plank, but that didn't just come out in people holding plank for the longest. It was some introductions to their little video with some pictures or it was a photo of someone who had stretched out their body so it was a body you know like stuff like that they you just you wouldn't expect it but it's it's entertaining not just for us but for the whole group and it's creative and, and I think it's hopefully really beneficial for them as well just to have that outlet to still be creative to still have a way of relating to the sport and engaging in the sport when they can't paddle um, yeah and uh, just have a bit of fun as well. And, and uh, again, I think the bit that kept 
that started this and that's really important to all of us is that it encourages them to just enjoy time right now there's no pressure behind needing to achieve anything if we do brilliant if we don't the fact that we can come out of it healthy and and um together is the most important thing yeah I th- uh, yeah i mean you you've you've summed it up really nicely there that coming out of it healthy and in you know physically and mentally healthy that they've got that normality they're having fun they're enjoying themselves through you know what is you know some more than others is a really stressful time really worrying time and you've kept that kept that normality i mean the 5k relay race was genius some of the the were they tick tick tock edits i think yeah. they were were yeah. just unreal. Uh, the toilet roll keepy uppies yeah. um but just some really you know what I'm, I'm guessing encouraging there is for you know to try and draw out of this is for others to just be as really creative and it doesn't have to be paddling specific and about performance games it's it's a it's a bigger picture than that i think especially with the age groups we're talking about at the talent end which might relate to a lot of the club club coaches that are going on as well Um, yeah yeah Yeah, i think if i'm learning anything at the moment and i'm definitely learning from it it's that there's there's no rush to anything um and things might you know we might try something and it might not work out but that's right um because nobody's been in this situation before so actually that's the really cool thing about this experience is there isn't a right answer because you've done it before so nobody can tell you you're doing anything wrong but at the same time you don't know if it's right until you give it a go yeah absolutely and you know coming out of this if they like you say healthy mentally and physically and if they haven't lost too much that's that's good if they have made some gains, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's, that, that's what we're trying to do is just keep people on board, I guess. And you know, try, just trying to, like you said, I think just keep people happy, keep people motivated. Um, you know, and there's, there's, there's all the online workouts that are going on on Instagram with um, Helen Shipman from the EIS as well. And I know that they're tapping into that. So there's, there's quite a big resource out there for, for the athletes, I guess. Would you, would you agree with that? that yeah. And I think yeah, that's that's where we also got more time is just to to find out what resources we need and create them and and start to to build a bit of structure around them and you know I think Helen's done a brilliant job uh, along with Charlie as well in getting them ready and out as soon as they did really from when this all started so that's allowed us to also just free up some some thought processes around what's the right thing to do when we we've actually got a resource straight away that we can give people and then you know they're all body weight mainly exercises and so that gives people a basis and then if they do if they can improve from that then we can can adapt when it's needed there's no like you need to get on top of things straight away um but this is if you need it so yeah we've we've got we've got a lot we can use and and i think as well as the fact as you said there's loads going on online you know it doesn't have to be within our community there's so much going on out there that we can pinch from everybody else and um, that in itself makes makes things a little bit easier um to just try out yeah it is it's like a big experiment going on at the moment isn't it yeah. <laughs> it can be achieved and uh, it, it'll be interesting where it goes and and sort of on that note obviously we don't know when it's going to end and we don't know when we're going to come back so do you have any do you have any worries about that or are you happy with the sort of the, the pace that you're managing to 
could you keep this up with with this motivation with this yeah like the pace of the interactions and the sessions is that something we can keep up for weeks or even more months or you know is, does that raise any concerns with you at all or yes it's, it's definitely a concern um and but in some ways actually just more a bit of a, a challenge in terms of an ongoing project so what we're doing now is good for here and now but where to see ourselves i think that's always a good place to look and you know i think it would be to silly to think that what we're doing now would be okay in a few months time because nobody really works like that everything we do there's always something changing so step is is looking at what what where does this evolve to um so thinking a bit more long term just in case this does go on a bit longer than everybody wants um but then um also within what what do i need to make adapt within the next two weeks so a really sort of little example of that is uh, with the younger group, we've done three weeks consistently of a really good gym program together. Um, now we're just going to change that for the next three weeks, but only a small change in tweaking some exercises, changing a few reps and sets here and there. But the fundamental basics of movements are the same. Um, but it just allows people to just free up, do something different. But then what we do after those next three weeks uh, really is something to consider now so that when we get there they also see the see the change and i think if they can see changes being made and, and differentiation what they're doing and they're happy with that then that's that's really what's important even if it doesn't go to a long-term aim and I, I think that's just something maybe we would be nice for if everybody was on the same page with them i don't know if everybody is but you know that it doesn't matter how long this goes on for the principle still applies that we come out happy and healthy so yeah. it doesn't matter if we don't progress even over the space of a few months it's that when we come out of it we are ready to give it a fresh start so the concern i have is 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 keeping up contact time making sure that that stays consistent and regular and therefore it needs to be inviting uh, and that also that people want to come back at the end of this um, there does have to be some sort of relatable um bits linked to canoeing because that's why we're in it in the first place you know you could say oh it could be any sport yes it could be but we all should go out in the water in the middle of winter now there's a good reason for that other than you know just that we we like doing sport there's an attachment to being out in the open air and so that's something that we've got to try and keep, even even though we're going through these weird times yeah yeah and especially you know beautiful weather to be out on the water as well isn't it? <laughs> yeah that definitely will be a challenge you know hopefully i mean i've seen, I've seen some really creative things from some some of the groups group already with making their own tools and equipment and you know that's not something that i've told them to do they're them and their parents they've been so positive. um and so if we, if we can find ways of, of doing that and then maybe even we adopt something that looks like a bit of a paddling pool in the backyard i don't know <laughs> yeah really the the opportunities are there it's just 
the, you know, the more we learn from being in this environment, the more we might be able to add to it. We can't do that right now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we might, judging by what everything's going on and, you know, having sat in, listening to you guys collaborate on what next and always thinking about what next, I think you've, you've certainly put your, yourselves and your athletes in a good position to come out of this really strong, really motivated and, and, and wanting to get back to it. And also, you know, being able to deal with everything that's going on in in their lives as well. With, you know, a lot of people who are having a much harder time than than others at the moment too. I think that's really good that you're supporting them in that big, you know, real holistic way that it's not just about paddling, it's just about them as people. I think that's a message I'm that I'm getting from what you're saying here. It's the whole social side of it as well as the physical side of it, the mental side of it. Really yeah um you know i think something that's quite like just to me personally is that well and i think it's something that our whole program shares is that you can't you can't be a an athlete if you can't be a person first as, as simple as that may sound i think sometimes because you know we love our sport so much we can get so invested in that, that that's all that matters and i think it's a really dangerous place to be there are a lot more things that are more important to the long-term health. Yeah. And sport is a massive bonus in addition to health. Um, and at times you're going to have your your struggles um, and struggles are just as important to build that health. But if it ever comes a point where it's just too overwhelming and there's no way back from that, then there's decisions that could have been made at an early stage to just support you as a person and get you in your your best shape to, to cope with being an athlete that's I think personally is something that I can can relate to quite well and that's why it is so important to me but um you know it's really nice to know that as a program that's where we sit as well yeah amazing brilliant Emily I think we'll We'll round it up there, unless you've got anything anything else to, to add that that I haven't asked you about. But um, no, thanks ever so much for your time. I know you're very busy, and I know you're about to go on to one of your your athlete catch up calls now as well. So <laughs> it never ends. It? it never ends. But um, no, thanks ever so much for your time. And um, yeah, I think that's been really enlightening to what's going on, and hopefully people will take some inspiration from that and um, get on it. Yeah. yeah thank you no, it's, been, it's been good to, to chat things over just for my own sake as well and and yeah hopefully it just creates more thought and discussion and, and knowing that we're all in the same place um so yeah thank you thank you